Starting all off with that new thing, Donna. Yeah, boy, yeah, we gotta start with music, dude. Yeah, we get to our, we get to our week later. <laughs> I've been going crazy with the music itself. Every time Dame drops something, I would like to point out that my favorite NBA player is also the best rapper in the NBA. About to say the best, he might be the best music maker in the NBA, in NBA history. No, he up there. Ain't nobody rapping like this, and most of them. Uh, no, Victor Oladipo's album is legit an R&B album, bro. Like that nigga got vocals and them songs is nice. <laughs> I bumped that. I bumped that. Same thing with the same thing with uh, Victor Oladipo as I was with this. I'm like. You should not be rapping like this, bro. Like, but Dame, you're an athlete, bro. Put your time in on the court. But, I mean, you got the court on lock. <laughs> but Dame is for sure the best... Uh, Rapper, yes. Like in NBA history? Yeah. Yeah, unless I'm unless there's somebody I don't know. But no, they wasn't rapping. These are real raps. Yeah. He got Wayne and Mozzie on on his album. Like, Steven Jackson could really rap. Okay, no, no, no. Yeah, Steven Jackson could really rap, but he can't now. Yeah. This is an album. Right. Like, they not just write, a bunch write, of raps. Right, yeah. right, exactly. I was about to say, because Lil Will can rap too. Yeah. But I don't know if he can do that. I'm a jockey. Woo! Woo! This is a family room pod, man. You sitting in here with Stephen Mike, bro. I'm charged up on this day, bro. This is hard, bro. <laughs> we in here. <laughs> yeah, man. Dave Dollar, bro. This is a place where, you know, we come, we sit down. We sit down once a week and talk about life. <laughs> we talk about life. What's going on? What's popping? All that. And what right now, what's popping is this Dave album. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah, bro. So, you want to get the music first? Yeah. Uh, some a lot of music came out actually. Um, well, let's just run off what came out. To get a proper intro. Did, did we already say the episode? We already said no, no, no. That was the last intro. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. that one. Family Root Podcast episode twenty three. Twenty three. I'm Mike Rohn. Stefan Rohn. Back for another episode. Another Bron season, number. Another conversation. Same family, different room. We had Steph House this time out in Escondido. But since we already started with that Dame Dollar, we just gonna keep on rocking. Go right into the music we're gonna talk about. Yeah, man. Um, that Dame Dollar. Um, Big Dollar, name of the album, came out. Um, Dom Kennedy put out Oprium Presents Young Nation, Young Nation Volume 2. Um, what else came out? Rick Ross, of course, what, what I've been waiting on personally. Um, Port of Miami 2. And uh, Boz put out a four-pack, Spoiled Milk. Um, all of it hot, but you want to jump into this dame? Yeah, we could. Yeah. We could. Bro, this, this, dame, this dame dollar, bro, like... I mean, for for me to track with Mozzie, I love Mozzie. The track with Mozzie, um, what's the name of the track? Um, Baggage Claim, featuring Mozzie. That shit is hot. Yo, Dame is going crazy on every track, and it's not just raps. Like he's making songs. Like he got songs for the chicks. Mm-hmm. Um, like bro, that's that song with Mozzie goes nuts. That Ricky Bobby song. Um, that was the one that was playing in his, at the start. That one go hard, bro. Like. It's weird because Dan's first album, it was like, dang, he could really rap. And then this one is like, wait, this album is really nice. Like, he put together a body of work. Mm-hmm. Like, this shit is hot, bro. Like, <laughs> this shit is hot. I forgot how many tracks on it, but it ain't no, it ain't no like, oh, I just put something together. Hold on, let me count it right now. He got, um, on this album, it's one, two, three, four, five, six, ten tracks. That's, that's a solid amount. 
the he got ten tracks. He got um his features on it were dope too. Um, he had Lil Wayne. I said Mozzie, um, Marley Waters. I didn't know who that was till I heard this album. But that song goes crazy too. Um, like Dame, he's carrying the track. Like he's he's got a lot of features on here. But um, like Jeremiah, he's got um, he's got a uh, Derek Milano on here. Like, but he's carrying every track, even the track with Mozzie. I don't think he, I don't. Bro, I like everything Dan was saying on here. Like, what what were your highlights from the album? Because I could keep going. I could keep on going. On this uh, album. I did like the one with Mozzie. I like Check. Let me look up. The, let me get the track list up right here. Ooh, Check is hard too. I really, really yeah. like Check. Check um, is hard. I like Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I like this freaking album, bro. Yeah, bro. Um, Moneyball. So if I had to pick my two, my top two, it would probably be Check. My top three: Check, Ricky Bobby, and Moneyball. Okay, see, okay, my my uh my two. See, I I got two like ones that stand out that I've been going back to since I listened to it. Like I was going through the album, and then when it, when um Baggage Claim with Mozzie came on, I listened to it three times before I went over, before I went to the next track. Mm-hmm. So that that was huge for me. And the Ricky Bobby, um the Ricky Bobby um yeah the Ricky Bobby track um I listened to probably two or three times. Before I kept moving through the album, mm-hmm. like I'm one of those people, like I'm listening to an album, and if I got a song like I like or I like a verse, I'll go back on that verse, like really get everything that I wanted to get out of it, or listen to it a couple times. If 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 a, if a verse has me like, ooh ooh, right, I'm gonna listen to it again, right then and there before I move on through the rest of the album, because I just don't want it to get, I me personally, I don't want it to get like, I don't want it to get lost in me listening to all this music I haven't heard before. Right, you right, know what right. I mean, so. Like just so I have my highlights and all that other stuff, but man, Dame, Dame Dollar, Big Dollar, title of the album. Go listen to that if you have not heard it. If you are a, if you're a rap fan, you're gonna really enjoy this. If you're an NBA fan and a rap fan, you're gonna love this. Like, like I, I was just, I was just telling you, I was yelling in my, I was listening to it when I was in the shower, mm-hmm. and so that's that's where I listen to like a lot of music at, like because my showers alone, that's my me time. You know what I mean? So I'm in the shower and wifey's in the wifey's in the mirror, like finishing up her makeup or whatever. And I just like songs going. I'm like, woo! She's like, what? I'm like, this nigga's in the league. He shouldn't be rocking like this. This is hot right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I was going crazy, bro. Like, yeah, this uh this Dame Dollar album is uh nice, bro. Um, well, let's get to. Have, did you hear uh Spoiled Milk by Boss? Nah. Oh, well, the only new music I've heard is Dame and Rick Ross. Okay, okay, but that boss spoiled milk. It's a four pack. You can listen to it real quick. Mm-hmm. It's it's um, it's it's really good. No song, no song is bad on it. No song is bad on it. But my like, there's only one song that I didn't think was like heat. Was like crazy. It's the last one. It's called uh, Amnesia. Mm-hmm. But I do have a takeaway from the boss four pack. He um, Joloff Rice with Earth Game is crazy it's mm-hmm. crazy i think it's the first song on the four pack you listen to earth gang no you should listen to them bro you you would mess with them heavy you would mess with earth gang heavy um two dudes and they just they just rapping their ass off they just rapping their ass off mm-hmm. um and then uh fried rice with jid and i'm gonna say this right now bro jid is the hottest rapper in the game right now wow he's the hottest rapper in the game He's one of my favorite, and I say he's the hottest rapper in the game because, like, what J. Cole was doing a little while ago, every time he gets on a feature, he kills it. Like, that, um, 
that that shit that um the what did Jay Cole and them put out? What was the name of it? Revenge of the Dreamers. Yeah, Revenge of the Dreamers. He was all over that. I thought he was the highlight artist of that. Mm-hmm. Um, this track, Fried Rice, he spazzes on. He's just spazzing on everything he's been on this year, mm-hmm. and he's been on a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. He, to me, he's the hottest rapper in the game right now. Like, JID is just talented. He's one of them young dudes. He's coming for. He's coming for that title, like best rapper in the game, bro. After we get a couple cycles of uh, uh, niggas out, mm-hmm. like J. Cole, Wale, Hov still dropping every now and then. You know what I'm saying? Like, he ain't there, but among the new dudes, you can't name too many people better than him or on, on the same level as him, dude. Right, like, right, right, right. But that, but that spoiled milk four pack, I, I've only listened to that once. I listened to this Dame Dollar album um, probably like five times. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't listened to OPM, uh, a Young Nation Volume 2 yet. So, we'll probably talk about that next part, but Port of Miami 2, baby. Port of Miami 2, baby. Rick Ross. I've been waiting, and and he did not let me down. The only thing I will say before I get into the tracks that, like, my highlights and all that stuff is I don't like how it, like, how he gave us the album. We was waiting for a super long time, like, super anticipation building up, and to me, when you start building up, you want to build up anticipation, but you don't want to build up so much anticipation that, like, now now the only thing you could do is let people down. Like, I wasn't let down, but I had to, like, come off of my expectations because I heard, like, four four tracks off the album already. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that was the only thing that I didn't like. I heard a bunch of the tracks on the album already. But, um... Port of Miami too goes hard, bro. That my- I, didn't, I didn't, I didn't feel like that about it. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big, I guess I can't say a big Rick Ross fan, but I really, really like Rick. But Ross. I'm a huge Ross fan. Like I've been yeah. waiting since last year. So yeah, it wasn't. I hadn't been like, but I don't really, I don't really wait on anybody's music, honestly. Yeah. Like even my favorite. I, the last thing I can remember like really waiting on was Victory Lab, and that's because the homie had us waiting for years on that. Yeah. But other than that, like I just be, I just chill and listen. Like you know me, I listen to old music. Like, yeah. I listen to old music, so I, I don't really be anticipating and waiting on anything like that. But See, I was waiting on. This. I liked it a lot. I like. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Um, you want to go through your favorite tracks on there? Yeah, my favorite tracks. Pull up list, track list. Oh, whoa, is. okay. Let's let's go. Let's give ratings. What did you give that damn dollar? One out of ten. One to ten. What'd you give it? We got we got to rank them all. We over here talking about. It. We gotta say what we thought about. I didn't it. really like the girl records, bro. They were cool, but I didn't really see. I like the girl records. I didn't really. I didn't. I I could do without them. Like it wasn't like. Oh, Ooh. see, nah. I thought I thought he was chopping them. <laughs> I thought he was chopping the chicks. I like. I think I liked one of them. How many did he have? He had like two, right? No, nah, I think it was three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought so. Three. I I think I only liked one of them. Like really liked one of them. It wasn't. It wasn't that they were bad. It's just like you could tell that's something that he's he's still like getting comfortable getting with, and like he don't really do too often. One yeah. of the two. But uh, because of that, I'll give it a seven. Give it a seven. Because mm-hmm. I'm thinking, like, I was thinking the last album I really remember rating like that again was Victory Lap. First listen, I gave it an eight. Over time, I bumped it up to a nine, maybe even a ten, and keep it real. Like, I really, really like yeah, that. Yeah, Victory album. Lap was a, was a nine for me out the gate. And yeah, it, it stayed there. It wasn't um, a nine for you out the gate. You didn't like it at first. Victory Lap? No, yeah. no, no. I said, no, no. I said that he had tracks on there that, were, that wasn't as good. But I did. I did give it a nine out the gate. I think we talked about that on. No, you didn't, bro. It was an eight or a nine. It was. I high. remember talking to you about it at Amel's house, and you was like, "Nah, he didn't do nothing that he don't normally do. Like it was what we all expected from him." Da 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 da. And I was like, "Bro, what are you talking about? Like everything went up. You didn't give it a nine out the gate." 
You might like it that much now, but you didn't give it a nine. Okay, I can't remember exactly. Um, uh, but, but but with that said, like I said, I'm I'm that's like the bar because that's the last album I remember rating. So like I said, I gotta give Dame a seven. Yeah, in my, I'm, in my I'm not rating it against. I'm not rating it against nothing. I'm just doing it like how much I enjoyed the project. Like I said, I listened to Dame Dollar five times. Um, and I've only listened to it Big twice. Dollar. I keep on saying Dame. I keep on saying his rap name. Uh, I I listened to Big Dollar five times and. Uh, I'm I'm at a I'm at an eight on it. I'm at an eight on it right now, bro. I really them first four tracks really set the album for me. Like those first four are like crazy. All all of them are crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, the album didn't let me down. Like I said, I like the girl records. Um, like you could tell, like it's not he rather be just spitting. But I didn't think he did a bad job on them. I I don't think like it, it wasn't like ooh he shouldn't be doing that. You know what I mean? Like I, I mess with it. I tweeted on I tweet I, when I was listening to it. I, I tweeted, "Yo, damn, this shit is nuts, bro!" <laughs> like, like, yo, this is crazy. Like, I really enjoyed the album. Um, were you talk? Were you talking about? Um, were you talking about Port of Miami too, or was I talking about that? Because I remember, like, I had my ranking on here. I was looking at my ranking of Port of Miami too. And well, I was we like, were damn, we, we were we had already got past Damon, and we were talking about yeah. We went back to rated. So you gave it a gave Dame Dollar a. Seven. A seven, yeah, and I gave it an eight, and I gave it an eight. Uh, oh yeah, you about to talk about your uh, highlighted tracks out of uh, Port of Miami too? Yeah, I liked uh, Nobody's Favorite with Gunplay. That Gunplay song is hard. I liked uh, Rich Nigga Lifestyle with Tiana and Nip. Tiana killed that, bro. Born to Kill. Bro, Tiana, Tiana killed, Tiana killed and that. Maybach Music Six. Yeah. Oh, did you? We'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, I like my favorite track on there is a boat is bogus charms with Meek Mill. Um, I did like that a lot too, bro. I mean, you said it when you said it when we were talking. You you had a little take on Meek that I mean, I think it'd be a fun debate. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that, but oh yeah, we were we were talking about like his growth and we were saying like how impressive it is, and I was saying that like I I can make a good argument that his growth is. Like arguably more significant than Hope, and you were saying because Hope, like uh, uh, Meek. Meek, had a longer way to go. But I'm like, I mean, that all that all factors in. Yeah, but I'm saying like, let's say like Jay Z came out and everybody was like, oh shit, you know what I'm saying? He gonna be one of them dudes. I'm not even. I'm not talking about growth like musically. I'm just talking about like in life as a man. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. I mean, and it and it was and it was a very and it's very public growth, but his um. I didn't like Meek before. I like Meek with the message. I like Meek with have lived some stuff, have gone through some shit, got some different perspective. And like when he first, when Meek first came out, I was like, "Damn, this motherfucker could rap," but he yelling a lot. Yeah, you know it, what I'm saying. It was just energy music for me. Yeah, yeah, he was just energy. Now he's like, before it was just like he was just busting his gun. He was just boom, 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 shooting everywhere. Now he's aimed. Mm-hmm. Now he's aimed. You know what I'm saying? And. And I messed with that, bro. Like I thought, I thought that that was the best verse on the album. Was Meek's verse on Bogus Charms? Um, Ross killed it. That um, that White Lines with Days Loaf is hard. I just wish Days had some more like bars. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It wasn't just like running the hook. Um, like I said, I, I'm. I just wish that Ross didn't give us so many, so many tracks on the album before it actually dropped because I'm a Ross fan. I'm going to it. His fan base is going to him no matter what. 
He don't got to drop singles or put out Lucy's to get us hyped. We're waiting. You know what I'm saying? Like after this died down in a couple months, we're going to be like, yo, where Ross at? That's that's how his following is. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't I didn't need all the tracks to be dropped. Um, The Wale track was hard. But I mean, we we've had it for so long. It's like I didn't skip it. I listened to it just because I wanted to take the whole album in how Ross intended. But I heard it already, so it made it hard for me because that was the opening. That was the intro to the album. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I did like. You know what I I do like though. Like, and I was thinking about this when I was listening to the to the track with a nip on it. I'm loving that everybody like DJ Khaled did it. They're not publicizing that they or not making it a big thing, part of their rollout that they have a nip verse. Mm-hmm. Where it's like because now if you put it out now we're waiting. Oh, what did Nip do on here? What did he do on there? Especially since, you know what I'm saying, it's unfortunate passing. We're waiting on it. We want to hear from Nip. You know what I'm saying? I like the fact that both of them, uh, DJ Khaled and Ross, didn't publicize, so we're getting the music in its time. Mm-hmm. I'm not waiting. like Because yep. if I would have known that, I might have went straight to that track just to hear what Nip was saying. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting it in its time. You know what I'm saying? When it's supposed, like this album had a release date, Nip right. was going to be on it anyway. Right. I'm getting it in its time. I um, like that too. And I like that. Nip tore that shit down though. He tore that shit and down. And along with his music, I like that all this, all these other like dope, never before seen little clips and videos are coming out of him. Yeah, that are still on brand, still completely online with exactly who it is. Everything. Yeah, everything. I I, I love that. It's it's like it's like he's, it's like he's still here in a sense. Yeah, like little, seeing all this dope stuff that you've never seen before. The, that little Wayne, what was that? Um, what track was that on? Um. What track was that? I forgot, but did you but did you hear did you hear the Pusha T um verse that didn't make Ross's album? Mm-mm, I still haven't heard. Oh Lord. Well let's not even talk about it then. Yes, yeah, Push it. did his thing. He's talking time. that he's talking that cash talk. He's talking that cash talk. Um but we we ain't gotta get in all that since you ain't heard it. Bro, but um I gave I gave Rick Ross's album I gave it another eight. Me like how it usually goes with me on Ross albums. I don't usually leave from like my first feeling. My 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 first feeling is usually like I'm a huge Rick Ross fan. My 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 normal number for him is usually high, and I don't usually come off of it. It's like I love the pictures that he paints. I will say that this he didn't paint as many pictures on this one. I thought he had good tracks. It was heat and all of that, but I didn't get the feel like um like I remember with Ross like. What what album was it? But I was like, damn, it's so fitting that it's like his thing is like Maybach music because I feel like I'm just in a luxury rap. Mm-hmm. I just felt like I was sitting back in the lap of luxury and it was, you know what I'm saying? I was on some like hip hop shit. You know what I'm saying? But um, I didn't get that feeling as much. I had that feeling, but it wasn't as strong, but I still like this album. Mm, I'm going to actually go down. I'm going to go to a seven and a half. I'm going to go to a seven and a half. I feel like eight is crazy high. Mm-hmm. because but And I'm I'm rating Ross against himself. You know what I'm saying? So I'm giving him a seven on himself. You know what I'm saying? Not against everything else that was out that came out with it. Yeah. Because I think that it may be a little bit better than Dame than Dame's album. Um, and I mean, it's is I haven't heard all of the um Young Nation Volume Two, and you know what I mean. But good good weekend for Music Friday was a good day. Put us put us on the right foot into our weekend. Rick Ross's album was crazy. <laughs> Let me see what else, what what other notes I got. I think we gave him enough music. We didn't give him twenty minutes on music. Yeah, 
But yeah, everybody, go listen to that Dame Dollar. Go listen to that Port of Miami too. If you ain't listen to Port of Miami too, you a hater. You a hater. We've been waiting for Ross. We've been waiting for Ross. <laughs> so so now that we got the hype out the way, how was how was your week? <laughs> My week was straight. Uh, had some funny stuff happen at the end of it, but I guess we'll know exactly how that's going to end by the end of this week. So I guess we'll really get into that. We'll revisit that. Yeah, next week. Please believe we're gonna talk about that when when everything is when the dominoes done. fall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, other than that, my week was good. Uh, my week was good. Just work. Um, a lot of a lot of camera work this week. Mm-hmm. A lot of camera work this week, which was a lot of fun. Um. Oh, I'm trying to think if anything, if anything really stood out. If there was like anything before before you keep on going with your really camera work. Um, not to cut you off, even though I am. Um. Me and wife, we were sitting up watching your last interview at Bay's Boot Camp, bro. We're that. we're really we're really enjoying uh your interviews, bro. Thank you, man. Really enjoying them, like, bro. Was like, man, he's doing such a good job. Like, I'm really enjoying these. You know what I'm saying? Like, we were sitting in the bed, like watching on the laptop. It's like, bro, you you're doing a real good job, bro. Appreciate that. That was man. a really good interview. Like, you could tell like they were comfortable. You're getting more comfortable running interviews and stuff like that. Like. You got them to give a little bit of their personality, kind of spill out on, on there. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was really good interviewing. Mm-hmm. I think it. I mean, we both, white, me and wifey, think this. Like we just think it's dope what you're doing, bro. Like giving giving entrepreneurs the platform to like push their brand, mm-hmm. letting people know like there's other, there's people out here for your needs. You know what I'm saying? Like at least with the Bay's bootcamp chips, they seem like they seem like um, the kind of people you want to have. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. On, in your interviews, like. They're doing something positive. They're um like and and they're like and and they're growing. You know what I'm saying? Like they're they're like they're in the middle of their growth and it, and it seems like it's about to boom for them. Like that's the feeling I got from them mm-hmm. that they were like, "Yo, this is about to pop," and we're trying to let people know like we're here. Like we're already building something, but hey, come be a part of this. Right, you know right, what I'm right, saying? Right, like right. um, it was a real dope interview. Thank you, man. Man, Burr was like, "Yo." They're both. You could tell, like they really lift. Like they're both sitting up straight the whole interview. <laughs> I was like, bro, I was like, yeah. It uh. So the interview came out on Saturday. I went in Monday. Cause you know how there was like little little clips of them working out yeah. in the. So I went and shot that on Monday, mm-hmm. and then like had to, which was a little bit a, a little bit of a challenge, honestly. Like anyway, chopping chopping that into a, a interview that was pretty much yeah. already done uh, being yeah. edited. Uh, but anyway, watching them like. Actually, lift, bro. Especially mm-hmm. Apple. She's diesel, bro. Yeah. She said she was a gymnast, and that's like, bro, was like, she looked like a gymnast, like, yeah. like just like look strong. Yeah, you know she, what I'm saying? She's strong, yeah. bro. She's yeah. strong. But uh, one thing uh, I appreciate the compliment, man. That means mm-hmm. a lot. One thing I was really proud of, um, right after the interview, when I was like packing up my stuff, um, Apple was like, I was kind of nervous before. She was like, you made that like. You made it really fun. You made me like feel really comfortable. Like it made it made it really easy. You could tell she was a little nervous too. Because mm-hmm. at the beginning, of it, like she was, she would just like when she was giving her answer, she would just kind of stare. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of it, she was like, "Yeah, engaged." Yeah, exactly. Right, right, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right. And the reason I was proud of it is because I, I remember telling you even here on the pod, I have been listening, watching, and listening to a lot of Angie Martinez because she's good at like asking mm-hmm. asking the right questions, but making making sure the guest is comfortable. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, and the fact that they said like they were comfortable. That made me happy. I was really proud of that. One thing I am waiting on. One thing I I'm, I'm happy with everybody like resharing and like all of, all of my stuff about my interview linked up. Uh, not not linked up. Link up with Michael Flicks episode two with Babe's Bootcamp. I'm happy for all the support I'm getting. 
One thing I do want to see, though, and I'm dying to see, is for people watch my interview on the TV and share it in their story. I don't know. I just I just want to see that. Yeah. That's okay. That's all. Okay. I got it. So even, <laughs> even if, no, even if it. it's just even if it's just my people that's doing it, I just no, yeah, no, no, no. I feel it. it. I feel it. Oh, yeah. my bad. I interrupted your week. Oh, that, but that's, no, fine. No. that's fine. I, I I actually meant to talk about that and I forgot to. Um, but yeah, a lot of camera work. Um, got some stuff coming up, so I've been trying to like really, really get busy, get to work, and really stack some money so I can get some new equipment for these new jobs I got coming up. So that uh, other than that, though, man, my week has been good. My week has been good. I can't complain. Yeah, man, my my week was uh, what I'm starting to see is like like the theme. It's like. The, my week's going themes, man. Like I guess I start off with a feeling, and it's just like, and this week was just like relaxation. Like Darius, uh, Darius being gone. Like I won't even say relaxation, but me and wifey just been really trying to relax and kick it with each other because we don't really get a lot of time. Like she's off of work right now. She's off of she's off of work right now. So like, not off of work. She's a uh, she's on break from work. They the school she works at is on uh, out of session for a couple weeks, so it's just giving us time to really just kick it, chill. You know what I'm saying? Um, oh, on my five mile challenge, I'm sticking to it. Week two, I'm four miles in. I gotta finish. I gotta finish my five miles today, tonight probably. I'll probably head to the gym and just bang out a mile and then get back home. Um, starting to get my legs back, bro. Like the knee still whatever, but I'm starting to get my legs back. I'm starting to get them. Uh, them, hey man, you want to run with us on this day? Hit ups now, get okay. it back, bro. Cause like, some sometimes I'll go to the gym and I'll run, I'll run a mile, then I'll go play hoop. Sometimes I mean go play hoop, I'll go hoop. Sometimes I'll just go hoop. You know what I'm saying? And I'm up at 24 a couple times a week hooping. Mm-hmm. People start coming to me, hey man, where you play at? I'm like, bro, I'm 32. Hey man, like we got a league on this day, like you want to run? We need a point guard. We need another so, guard. I'm like, oh, okay, like so, start to get my legs back in. Start to get my legs back in. Like start, yeah, man. So that that felt good, bro. And and bro, I just have so much more. I have so much more energy, bro. Like mm-hmm. when I when I'm running now, when I come home, I'm tired. But I get like. On the day to day, because I'm because I'm running, because I'm like making a conscious effort to run now and and to do more lifting and to work on my body and stuff like that. I just have so much more energy to burn, bro. Like I feel better doing my coming and going, running around. You know what I'm saying? Those days where like I'm sitting down, I'm like, bro, I'm not going to the store. I do that shit tomorrow. Like I don't feel like that. I'm like, oh, I could go run and do it right now. Bro. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not tripping, bro. Like I pfft. speaking of getting in shape, bro, swimming. <laughs> has been getting mm-hmm. me in crazy good shape, yep, bro. It'll do it, bro. I don't. I want to do it because <laughs> you know you got to use your whole body to swim. Yeah, and like and like and I play a game with the kids when I'm in the pool. They all yeah. I'm with the five, six, and seven year olds, and pretty yeah. all except maybe like three or four kids got the floaties on. Yeah, so they got to stay at the top of the pool, and I play a game with them where they got to tag one of my shoulders. Whoever get the most points by the, at the end of the hour when we get out the pool, they win. I give them some when we get out, right? And because most of them got floaties. I can just go to the bottom and swim under them and like go to the other end of the pool and it's like yeah yeah, yeah. but it's a few of them that can like that can chase me as fast as me but they can go as deep as I can yeah. and do all of that and so like I'm really like I'm really swimming for like a good hour <laughs> like yeah. for for a good I say maybe forty minutes yeah the kids usually like they get tired a lot some of the kids get out mm-hmm. or I'll be like look I'm done we go play again tomorrow but yeah man swimming has been getting me and she's like I I ain't got no I ain't got no muscles up here yet but the bird chest is gone bro. <laughs> 
to purchase. That's what's up. <laughs> That's what's up. Like I'm um, I still got a couple of pounds of where I want to be, but for me, it's more about like how I want to look, bro. Like mm-hmm. me working out. Like I'm not tri- I'm not tripping on my weight. Like for anybody working out, don't trip on that scale, bro. Just work out. Just do what you gotta do to look how you want, and worry about that scale number, or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. cause I was like looking at the index. And I'm never gonna be where I need to be for that index. For mm-hmm. my height and weight, mm-hmm. I'm I'm right now how much I weigh, and I weigh 185 pounds. I'm five seven, 185 pounds. I'm morbidly obese according to the index. I don't know how heavy. I'm. Let me look it up. I don't know how heavy I'm supposed to be. Yeah, according to the index, I'm morbidly obese, which I am bigger than most five seven dudes. But I've also been an athlete my whole life. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm not tripping on that. Like I'm trimming down, bro. I'm feeling good. Um. Oh. Another big thing I was talking about a couple pods ago, like me just trying to get more in contact with like family and friends and all of that stuff, um, continuing my quest for that, just to stay in touch with, real important to stay in touch with your loved ones. You never know what's going on, man. Your close friends, your family, like you just never know. Just hearing a word from a familiar voice could sometimes do a whole lot for somebody. So uh, last night, me and uh, me and wifey had dinner with uh, Jasmine. We linked up with Jasmine. She came. She was in town. Mm-hmm. We linked up with Jasmine. That was good, man. We sat down. We had dinner, man. We was at the restaurant talking for three hours, bro. Oh, I'm Gucci. We, oh, I'm supposed to be with the weight. Like, no, I'm lighter, but you know, like, my bad. We ended up, we ended up talking for three hours, talking about everything. I mean, you know, she got her, she got a man now. She been, she been with her man for a little bit now, mm-hmm. but she just now putting him on the ground. Yeah, yeah. Um, just talking about that and just like. Just, I mean, we was all on the same page. She was like, "Damn, it's just been too long." You know what I'm saying? Like, and and you and I don't like that. Like, I hit up Jasmine, I hit up Alex, Tyne, and all them from time to time. Just literally, just tapping with, thinking about you. Just send them a text, thinking about you. How you doing? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying or whatever. But like that, that stuff's important, man. Like that stuff goes a long way. And as a result of that dinner, um, Bert said she just trying to get all all the uh, well, how she called it, all the boot up, all the boot up friends together. Mm-hmm. You and Keish, me and her, Tyne and Jesse. Um, Alex Herman, yeah, Jasmine yeah, Herman. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Getting everybody together, like they want to do, like a um, they was talking about doing a karaoke thing. I think they did for one of Jasmine's birthday a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. Um, or I was thinking it might be dope for all of us to do an escape room, but I, I don't know. I don't know how some people. I was about to say with a group like room. that, we need to do an outing. Yeah, and, and then that like a like a daytime outing that like segs way into like a nighttime. Yeah, kickback. yeah. Like I mean, yeah, but that but that's coming soon. Um. Real important, bro. Real important. Tap in with your loved ones, man. You got friends that you yeah. haven't talked to. You haven't talked to in a while. It's cool, bro. Don't. It ain't weird, bro. Touch them, man. Let them know. Let them know that you that you're thinking about them. You never know what somebody's going through. You change. You, you you change it, man. I'm proud of you. Yeah, man. I'm trying. I'm trying to be an adult, bro. I feel you. Trying. This is be like, man. If you don't hit me, you must not care about me like that. So why I need to be hitting you? Yeah. I'll be like, bro. <laughs> trying, man. I'm proud of you. Bro. Well, and it's be- you know what it is. It's because I personally, I don't give a damn. I like. I'm not gonna feel differently about nobody that don't hit me. You know what I'm saying? But I know that people get like that. You know what I'm saying? So like, mm-hmm. I try to hit him up. Like, actually, this coming week, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit Jesse up. I'm gonna go pull up on him. See what's good with him. Um. Shoot, this, this Just I've only been, I mean, since they moved, I've been up there, but I ain't, you know what I'm saying? I ain't been up there since, like, he went and got the kids and shit, so. I'm going to pull up on him. I haven't even told him that yet, but I'm going to pull up on him this week for sure during the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got he got my godson. I haven't seen him since, I think, in two years now. I think it might have been last. Well, let me know so what day you're going to do that, then. You could drive here, and then I could drive up there. All right, for sure. Yeah. Do that. Um, 
Is that is that all for my week? Let me think. Let me think. What else? Oh no. <laughs> um, I got some stuff. I got some stuff coming up too. Um, in the world of sports, that's pretty much what my entrepreneur like, like um, life is. It's in sports and youth sports. I got some things coming up. Um, we got some stuff we want to do. This big, bro. It's gonna take a lot of planning. It might not be popping till like next year, bro. The summer of next year. Mm-hmm. But I mean, for thing for big things, you gotta put in that time. So right now we're trying to gear up for all that. I don't really want to talk too much about it, but it's okay. like there's a lot there's a lot of players out here, female players that aren't getting the love, and we're trying to create a platform where where they they can showcase their talents. You know saying. what I'm saying? So. Um, talking to some people, working with some people, and I got some things up uh, up on the hill in Ramona that I want to do. Like, I, I want to start an academy up there. Mm-hmm. I want to start a basketball academy that goes from elementary and we with you through high school. Um, um, just to just to where like where kids could develop, man. Like, it's all well and good giving the kids a place to play, but if the ultimate goal is to play in high school and beyond, they need to be working at it, and there needs to be a structure for it. You know what I'm saying? You can't just hop on a team, get that coaching, and then not play for two months. And then when the next season comes, oh, you jump in, maybe it's three or four months later, and you get that coaching, and you're gone. It needs to be something consistent so those people know you. Right. They know your strengths and weaknesses, what you need to work on. You know what I'm saying? Like, how to present it. Like, I have, I literally, I've been working on this for a while. I have, like, what how, what I feel is an A to Z for youth sports through high school. Mm-hmm. What they're going to learn, when they're going to learn it, how we're going to teach it, and all of that stuff. So, like, my big goal last year was to change the culture around the program because it was my first year after school. I think we did that. Um, people know that, like, there's serious there's serious basketball being played on campus now. Um, and the next step is grassroots program. And that's what I hope my academy is going to be. Like, we have a grassroots program. Like, Ramona's not a big community. There ain't a ton of kids up there. So every kid up there, I want to ha- be in this academy so we at least know that these kids can play. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, but that's that's some stuff. Like, I'm not going to touch on the other stuff, but those are like my, that that's some stuff that I was like, started, got, got the ball rolling this week on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, um, it's exciting, man. It's exciting. Super exciting. <clears throat> and just getting, and just getting like more alone time with my wife, man, like. Glad you brought that back up. I wanted to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Bro, I don't know what it is or, like, how it came about. I'm not complaining because I'm loving it. Bro, it's been feeling like me and wifey back on honeymoon, bro. That's we, we ain't had, like, no no big beef in a while. So things have been cool. It ain't been no problems, but it ain't been like this. Like, this yeah, is yeah, yeah. lovely. Like, yeah. Almost like I went out with DeAndre last night. I almost didn't go out because I was like, bro, the house has been so <laughs> full of love and just yeah. pleasantness. It's always yeah. pleasant at home, but like I said, it's on a different level right now. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I almost, I, I went out and like, wifey was like, oh yeah, I'm not tripping. Man, you're supposed to hit me next time you and DeAndre got out. I did, and then when, uh, oh, I did tell you I was going out yeah, last night. Yeah, I was about yeah. to say, I could have swore you told me you was going out last mm-hmm. night. I was, I was, I was right I was dead you. ass tired. When we got back from dinner, I went to sleep. I, feel like I had a glass of some dark and I went to sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, feel I feel it. That's crazy. I could go to sleep on a glass of dark. And then it's it's, it's been even better because uh, you know Baron came off this sickness and he's back to himself. But he yeah. he's been even like more like mm-hmm. more like lively and all of that. So every, everything's been good, man. I ain't got no complaint. Well, I mean, I guess I got one thing I could complain about. 
might be talking about that next podcast. But other than that, yeah. and, and even that, bro, I'm looking at that like that might even be a blessing in disguise. Like how not getting that county job was. Yeah. Like because I got I have end up having more freedom to do stuff like this and, and create, yeah. and that's been open another like avenue for income for me. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, you know, that that might even you know be a blessing in disguise. But who knows? Uh, oh, I was saying like just having more. I didn't notice, I mean, and you know, like, when you decide to, like, move somebody in, like, Darius is living with us, his family and everything, it ain't like, Darius ain't no burden, he probably the cleanest motherfucker in the house, you know what I'm saying, or whatever, like, but just that, that, that one-on-one, that alone time, those interactions that just y'all would have, some of those are gone, Mm -hmm. and just to have, like, this time with, with wifey, like, it's just been, man, it's felt, it's felt so good, I know she's been... She was counting down the day, counting down the time, till she had her, till she had her break at work, and now that she's on her break, she fully, she fully enjoying it. I think she slept for twelve hours yesterday, boy. And when she woke up, we didn't really have, we didn't really have nothing to do, do like that. You know what I'm saying? Like we got to move at our own pace, enjoy each other, like chill. You know what I'm saying? A lot of that, I mean, going on, I mean, but. <laughs> But nah, it's been it's been good just like having having my wife, my best friend, just us chilling like mm-hmm. how it how it used to be. You know what I mean? Like like we I, we love having Darius here, but just like you you like you you don't forget, but you're like it's almost because you don't have that time, but you don't even think about it. But like like having that time, man. Like it's important. Like married folks, long term relationship folks, of course you love your other, but it's it's um. You could get mixed up in the hustle and bustle of life, just doing your thing, coming and going and all of that. Remember just to break down, man. Remember to break down and have that time where it's just y'all, man. And y'all, y'all just enjoying shit. Ain't gotta do shit. You know what I'm saying? A lot, a lot of what me and Wipey been doing is just sitting up in here chilling, mm-hmm. enjoying each other. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that but that's super important. Super, super important. Let's get into some of these topics, man. Oh, yeah, like everybody. So <laughs> I think the theme of this podcast is going to be list. Because yeah. everybody last week went crazy with the list. They had a rapper list, an R&B list. They had a list of the lists. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, we're not going to do those lists. But we have lists. We're going to do our own lists. Yeah, but stuff, we have lists. Stuff we just wanted to do lists. Yeah. Since, since you guys love lists, <laughs> we'll before give you that, we, that list content. Before we get into the lists, I've been trying to, for a few years now, I've been trying to, like, really, for a long time now. Yeah, like I said, a few years I've been trying to be a grown up and really pronounce the the words that that end in sts. Yeah, sts, sts, and really say like lists and stuff like that. Yeah, tests. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, before we get into the lists, I wanted to talk about the uh, the rich Paul the the rich Paul rule. Oh, I was gonna bring that up in sports, but nah, we can talk about it. Man, I'm gonna just go ahead and start it off like this. This is gonna be a little bit of a rant. Cause I, like I said, I wanted to talk about this. Everybody knows how I go hard for black people. I love everybody. Got some really, really close friends that aren't black, but I go hard for black people, like, first and foremost. Everybody knows that about me. To my non-black friends, family, associates, whenever it feels like black people or people of color, but namely black people, are always pulling the race car, it's because of stuff like this. Our whole life, we have to fight against the rich Paul rules that come about. Yeah. Our whole life. 
and when we don't talk about it, it's like it's it like, becomes a norm if we don't talk about it. And that especially, but even furthermore, we don't talk about it every single time. Although we could, because it happens way often, way more often than we actually. Then you speak would be about. comfortable hearing about it. exactly. And then so when we do speak about it, it's like this this bubble up. It's almost like when you got a friend who keep pissing you off about something, but you keep playing it cool and you don't say nothing. And by the tenth time, yeah, that's the home you just like, whoa! That's how it is for us. Yeah, stuff happens all the time, and because we could talk about it every day, we just don't. And then so when stuff does happen. We're real passionate, and it seems like we're pulling the race card. And it is, it's not the race card. I guess it is the race card, but that doesn't mean it's not reality. And that doesn't mean we pulled it. Right. <laughs> right. No matter what we do, no matter what field it is, there's always some type of block that comes up to keep us from really succeeding as much as we could in that field. Yeah. Always. Or, or thriving as much financially as we really could in a certain field. In the NBA and in the NFL, it's the salary cap that you don't have in baseball and, and in other sports. Basketball and football are predominantly black. The athletes are. And those are only two sports that there's a salary cap. I don't yeah. think that's a coincidence. I'm going to just say that. Yeah. When you, and then you got Rich Paul, who is the top agent right now, who's finding kids you know, in high school and is giving them a better opportunity. Not... I, I guess you can argue that it's a better opportunity, but just a different it opportunity. It is. He got paid. Giving kids a chance to still go and play ball, but an opportunity to make money and not be making all making billions of dollars for the NCAA, who ultimately doesn't really care about them. And so the Rich Paul rule is... The Rich Paul rule is... Is what they're calling it. Is what they're calling it. But the NCAA has just instituted a rule that an agent has to have a bachelor's degree, which Rich Paul, LeBron, and AD's agent doesn't have. And you do not need a bachelor's degree to become an agent, obviously, because he is one. It's a certification that you could get um, just the like a realty license. The NBA doesn't even require that that an agent yeah. have, have a bachelor's a degree. degree. You just have to be certified. Yeah. Um. The only thing I'll say about that, as I feel you 100%, the only thing I'll say about that is Rich Paul knew that something was going to happen. He's not an idiot. He's actually a very, very good agent. He's probably the biggest power agent in the NBA right now. Um, what we're talking about is surrounded around Dar- Darius Baisley. Darius Baisley was a top recruit um, in last year's draft class. He did not go to college. He Rich Paul, through, through working with Rich Paul, he got um, an internship overseas with New Balance for a million dollars for one year. So he did that internship. He worked out for the NBA, and then he entered the draft. So he had a million dollars in his pocket before he went to the NBA, which for him was a good thing. His NBA career doesn't go well. His family now has a million dollars. Um, and, the M- and the NCAA, in turn, after this season, passed passed a rule that every agent has to have. Every agent that works with NCAA athletes, now agents could work with NCAA athletes. It's a new thing. Oh, my gosh. NCAA, thank you so much for doing what everybody knows you should have done years ago. Years ago. But, um, but they put in this stipulation that they had to have a, B, a BA. Um, and that's, that's what they're calling the Rich Paul rule because it's directly going against Rich Paul. Um, the only thing I'll say is Rich Paul knew something was coming. And he knew that it was going to be aimed at him to keep him out because of what he did with Darius Baisley. I'm not saying it's right. 
But I'm just saying that as smart as we know Rich Paul to be and the power player that he is, I wouldn't be surprised if he has a counter to this because he knew something was coming. And I just can't believe that he didn't forecast this. You know what I'm saying? As good as he is at his job. I just hope. I just hope. Parents, but it is a damn shame. I just hope. Parents, it is a damn shame. I just hope parents are now like kind of empowering themselves and looking into more information like this so they can funnel their kids. You know, or lead their kids down roads like that. Because yeah. granted, a parent's not going to be able to just call up New Balance and be like, hey, yo. Hey, my kid's nice. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But hopefully, you know what I'm saying, parents are starting to think differently. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Well, I mean, hopefully we get to a point, and all of this, the the good thing I'll take away from the Rich Paul rule is we're getting closer to kids getting paid. Mm-hmm. Rich Paul got a kid a million dollars to not hoop. He didn't have to hoop for anybody. He was a million-dollar intern. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, there's there's things that go with that. You know what I'm saying? Darius Baisley is going to be an, a, a New Balance athlete more than likely. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. there's things that go with that. Right. But it's another avenue that the NCAA has to compete with because money's being thrown out. And be now, clear. Now people on TV talking about, it's time for the players to get paid. Thank you, Dick Vitale. But we've been on that. And you're you're late to the party. People are talking about education. It's it's different, and I could argue that the New Balance internship is better education and more like meaningful and more well, applicable. Yep. But it's still edu- it's edu- it's education. That's what Just Darius Bailey. Yeah, that's Darius. The internship that, is indeed education. Yeah, that um internship was surrounded around what Darius Bailey wants to do post basketball. So he's getting the skills for what he wants to do after basketball is done for him. Whenever that might be through injury, not good enough, or I play twenty years in the NBA and I'm the next LeBron James. Like, 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 think about this. Like Jalen Rose left school early to go to the NBA, but went back and got his degree. Right. All the classes he took in college and in high school, for that matter, his major was uh was I believe I believe he said communications uh with like television and broadcasting. Mm-hmm. Exactly what he does now. Think about all the classes he took, all the money that was spent on books and supplies and things that he needed for all these classes that he absolutely does not use, that that information he doesn't use anymore. He only needed, he only needed the, the, the stuff that was directly associated with his I, major. Well, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that we should narrow it to like, cause that's like, if you don't make it in this, you're asked out. I don't think we should do that. I think there should be a general education that you get even at the college level so you're a well-rounded student. But you don't even, that's my exact point, you don't even use that stuff. A well-rounded no, student? No. You don't need to be a well-rounded student. No, but that, but this is what I'm saying. If you don't make it in your given profession, you do need something to fall back on. You need other tools. You don't want one tool in your toolbox, even though you may only use... That's a different you know? major. That's like for me, when I was going to school to uh, for, for, for child development, I didn't know if I wanted to be like a counselor or a teacher mm-hmm. or whatever. But... I was talking to a counselor, and she was saying, "Go and get a human development major. That way, you can do more things. Like you don't, you don't have to just work with kids. You can do more things with that degree." Yeah, but TV and broadcasting is very specific, and that and that was what I was saying. That degree is a little different, and in that case, I'm even fine with if that's what you want to do. Okay, you going to do that? It doesn't work out. You don't like it? Then you go and you take another specific set of courses rather than taking all of this stuff. Well, psychology courses. People need to take up to a certain point. I think after you leave high school, you don't really need math courses unless you're going to be an accountant or things like that. But there's certain things that, like, 
you you only need to be specified like you only need to be doing certain like i said psychology you're going to need because it just it opens up your thinking it helps you uh you know think and understand things a little differently speech classes i think everybody needs because when you get in the professional world you need to learn how to speak and like sometimes you're gonna you, you need speech there's certain things that you need but you don't need all of that stuff bro you don't need all of that stuff you just don't i, I agree but i i think there's a val i think there's a value in it i just think that these players need to be getting paid I'm 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 making a lot of money for this school. You know what will help me if I never make it in this? How about I get some of the cut of the money I've been bringing you, motherfucker? Facts. You know what I mean? That that would help me. Let's say I don't make it in the NBA and I'm Zion Williamson. How much would how much would the NCAA have paid to have him not be an intern somewhere else? You know what I'm saying? For him not to do the Darius basis. How much would they have paid him? And that's what I'm saying. So let's put a value on it. We've talked about this before. I think. All these places, basketball, football, the major sports that are bringing in the bread, they recruit on a star system. There's a five-star system. Let's give every star a value. And every year, that athlete gets that amount. If we recruit you as a four-star athlete, you get a four-star, and let's put it into a trust that they can't touch until they're 25, until they're 28. But they have it. It's theirs, and it can't be touched. Zion helped y'all make more than a billion dollars this year. His cut was a busted shoe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you like it's just it's just like I like the Rich Paul. I like Rich Paul and what he's doing because it's forcing the M, the NCAA to look at something that they've been dodging for a long ass time. And this is one step closer to getting the players paid. And that's ultimately what I think everybody wants to see. Darius Baisley, um. Darius Baisley shouldn't be. Um, That's why I wish Levar Levar Ball's league was was ran differently, because that 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 was that was that's a really good idea, bro. But even that was one of those things too. It gave the kids another exactly. place to go and I, besides why, that, the college. That's system. why I thought of it. But I mean, they're on the way. The NCAA, they're they've woken up now. They can't. Oh, these are amateurs. Like nobody cares. We'll still watch it if they're getting paid, selling amateurism like. Like, that's why we watch, because they're amateurs. No, we watch because they're nice. Yeah, because we want to see the next stars of the NBA. Right. Um. So I could go out I could go out and make a website, Facebook, that blows up, and I can get paid for that in college, but I can't get paid to hoop, and you guys are directly benefiting from that. You know what I'm saying? It just doesn't make sense. And now they're woke to that. Rich Paul has helped. A bunch of stuff has went on in the last couple of years. It's got the it's got the NCAA looking in the mirror. And like now they're looking like everybody know exactly how the, dirty we are. It's literally the only job that you can sport athletics is the only job that you can go pro in. Not even athletics. You can go pro in tennis in college to get paid and still be in college. Yeah. You can't play college tennis, but you can be in college. Well, I guess that's the same as NBA. But no, I mean, like, it's the only thing where, like, like you said, I could be super nice. I could be a really good engineer and be in college and go get an engineering job yeah. and make bank. But I can't be a super dope basketball player and get paid while I'm in college. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. But to, um, uh, let's get into some of these lists we got, man. What was it? Yeah, what was our first? Uh, which one you want to start with first? I don't know. I don't know. So, like I said, like like we mentioned earlier, we want to hit talk about a few things before we got to our lists. But we did a few top ten lists. We got sitcoms, Will Smith movies, inventions, and actors. Yeah, we might not get to all of them. That might take. That might be a while. It might. Yeah. Well, we got our um, two. Yeah, it might, it might. But let's start with sitcoms. Okay. 
Okay. My top ten. I got my favorite of all time, Fresh Prince. Uh, after Fresh Prince, I got Jamie Foxx, and this is my, this is my favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My top ten. Fresh Prince, then Jamie Foxx at number two, The Wayans Brothers at number three, Family Matters at number four, Living Single at number five. Martin at number six. I know a lot of people is like, bro, you got Martin all the way down at number six. But my Let's personal see, I favorite, think that's high. I got Martin down <laughs> at number six. I got Smart Guy at number seven. Ooh. A Different World at number eight. And my last two is going to shake it up a little bit for you. I got Home Improvement at number nine. Boy Meets World at number ten. I should actually have Boy Meets World Ooh. at number nine. Boy Meets World should be number nine. Your Home list is crazy different from mine. But I mean, that, I mean mm-hmm. which I think we knew it would be. Right. Um, and see all y'all, all, y'all talk about the Will Smith hate. I got Fresh Prince at number one, and then we go list our Will Smith movies. I love Will Smith, man. I love it. I love it. Go ahead. Um, my my list is see some some of those. I'm like, give your list, and then we could talk about why we ordered what we uh, okay yeah. the way we did. Um, my my sitcoms is again. This is this is my list. It's stuff that I enjoyed. Um, number one, I have a different world. I got on a different world late. But I loved it when I got on it. Wow. Um, I have Family Matters number two. Um, I have Boy Meets World number three because, like, I grew up with Boy Meets World. Exactly. I watched, it came out when I at the age of I, at my youth, and I watched it all the way through. Like, I grew up with Corey Matthews. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So, um, Boy Meets World was there. I have <laughs> this is go. This is gonna sound crazy. At number four, I have Good Times. Um, number five, I have The Jeffersons. Hmm. Yeah. Um, number six, number six, and this this has to be because of dad. It has to be because of dad. I have cheers. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Number eight, I have uh Seinfeld. Um, number nine, I don't know if this counts as a sitcom. Um, I have um Dear White People. It's on Netflix right now. It's nah, in it's season not, three. It's yeah, it's not a sitcom. Okay, so I I didn't I wasn't sure because I mean it, it's kind of comical, but I don't. It's not set up like a sitcom. Um, and my number ten, I had the Wayans brothers, and then I was like, I wasn't as high on the Wayans brothers as maybe you or other people were. So I took that off and I put different strokes. Wow, you got some real odies on there. Yeah, and see but that. I don't. But see, but since. I don't watch. I don't really watch no no current sitcoms, no new sitcoms, no newer sitcoms. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And see those. Of course, I got onto all of those late. Um, even even the, the Cosby Show. We didn't really grow up watching the Cosby yeah. Show. I didn't really like watch the Cosby Show in chronological order until I got oh, older. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because it was like, oh, this is on TV all the time. I never really watched it like that. Let me really watch it and be into yeah. it. And all of our lists, I'm gonna put on our Instagram. I'm gonna make it a highlight so it's all so it's always there so Bet. people can see our list. Bet. So Fresh Prince is my favorite sitcom of all time. It had to be number one. I not not of course at the time when I was watching it I was in like elementary middle school age and Will mm-hmm. was like high school college and grown about to get married type swag yeah. but of him on of any other show I related to him the most I related to him the most and and Corey Matthews a little bit he was in the middle he had an older brother he had a little sister that I never had but he mm-hmm. was in the middle but anyway I related to Will the most he was a black dude fly haircuts fly kicks always rocking jays fly clothes 
chasing girls. He was a star basketball player at his high yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he living a life. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He he was just dope. He he's he had the, the dope lingo, you know what I'm saying? That he had the yeah. homie pulling up all the time that was a DJ and nice on the drums. Like I was <laughs> nice on the drums, you know what I'm saying? Just like I relate to I I, I like Fresh Prince a lot. Jamie Foxx could arguably be my number one. I don't think I laugh at any sitcom more than I laugh at Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Looking at my list, maybe Wayne's Brothers, but I'm pretty sure I laugh at Jamie Foxx more than I laugh at anything else. And that's what I watch. Like, that's what I watch things for is to laugh. Yeah. I look at, like, I love being entertained by comedy more than anything else. Yeah. More than anything else. So that's why I put Jamie Foxx. Same reason for uh, Wayne's Brothers at number three. Family Matters is one of them shows I grew up on. Like like you said, we grew up, grew up with Corey Matthews. You didn't grow up with... Uh, Steve Urkel, but you watched him grow up. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then once I found out that he wasn't even supposed to be the star of the show, how he came onto the scene and just, like, kind of yeah. stole the show like that, I thought that was... Like, that right. character was kind of took yeah, took on a life of its own. Big, right. Almost bigger right. than the show. Living Single is a classic. Mom was big on Living Single, so I had to watch it, too. You know, I was always doing whatever. Not doing whatever Mom was doing, but I was always sitting up with her, chilling with her. So I almost Living put Living Single on there, but I never, like, dove into Living... I liked it, but I never dove into Living Single like that. Like, mm-hmm. all of these shows on the list, I went back and watched at some point in my life after it was stopped running or after, like, new episodes weren't coming out. Mm-hmm. Like, and Living Single wasn't one of those for me, even though I, I enjoyed it. And, I mean, I, I could still probably quote lines from the show off of it, but... Like, it was just one of those shows that I, I personally didn't take my own time. All these shows on my list, I took time to go back and watch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Martin, like I said, at number six, I I like Martin. Don't get it twisted. I mean, obviously, it's in my top ten. I like Martin. Don't love it. Even when I was younger and watching Martin, I'd be like, dude, he's, he is doing a lot. I always respected that he could do all the different characters like Eddie Murphy yeah. could. I always thought that was dope. But I used to be like, dude, this dude is doing a lot you know how like you'll watch the blooper scenes of like fresh prince they'll be like making fun of people for overacting yeah i, I always like yeah i always yeah. felt like martin was okay overacting. see this is why martin didn't make my list because i go back and i watch a i watch a episode of martin now or i see martin on tv now and it hurts bro I'm like, ooh, that's I was a lot watching of this. Stuff, I'm man. like, ooh, that's a lot of cringeworthy yeah. Stuff, that's what, and that's what, that's what kept it off the list for me. And then also, like I said, with like relatability with Fresh Prince, I couldn't really relate to everything Martin was saying. Yeah, I like, guess some stuff just because like he was he was a grown man and I was a kid. Yeah. There was some stuff that went over my head, and I go back and watch it and be like, dang, he was wild. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm <laughs> yeah. Uh, smart guy, dope. It was just a dope show. I liked to watch it all the time. A different world. Super dope. Liked it. Was actually just watching it the other day. Uh, Home Improvement. That was one of them shows that I related to just because it was a, a family. Uh, uh, hit the button for me. It was a family. Um, mom and dad in the house like ours. Three boys like us. You know what I'm saying? So I just I just related to it in that sense. And then Boy Meets World, Corey Matthews was the jump, bro. He was, you know what I'm saying? He, he was, like I said, I related to him. He was in the middle had his best friend that was kind of a kind of a knucklehead. He he rocked the dope shoes if you go back and watch that yeah, show. He yeah, had all the dope yeah. Jays and Nikes in that sh- in that show. And just it was a dope show. Scory mm-hmm. Matthews, he had the popping girlfriend to Penguin. Yeah. Super fine back in the day. She's still fine. Shit. I didn't yeah. like the reboot though. The, the, no, what, the I didn't. World reboot. I didn't watch it. Super whack. Didn't like yeah. it. But that's my top ten yeah. sitcoms, man. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna run through my reasons why just super quick. A different world. Um. They was living the college life, and I was like, "Damn, bro, that's they just made it look fun as hell." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Man," and I like even talking about the show just put a smile on my face. Family matters. 
for the same reasons, like kind of kind of watch that family grow up. They was a black family that you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. it was it was a it was a big deal, and I feel like at the time, Family Matters was a big deal for us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Um, as soon as you said sitcoms, that was the first thing that came to my mind. Um, um, Boy Meets World for the same reasons you said Good Times. Um, I think it kind of like, for me, of course that was before our time, but I watched that. I think it kind of personified like black life at the time. Which one? Good Times. Okay. Like, we were going to make the best or whatever. Like, it was some serious shit going on in that show. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But we're going to make the best of our situation no matter what. And I feel like um, that was a little bit how we got it when we were coming up. Like, there was tough times, but it was like, it was never no no shortage of, of love. There wasn't never no shortage. Like, we wasn't never like everybody, we might have been struggling, but we wasn't like spilling over onto each other in our frustration. Our mom and dad wasn't doing that with us and all of that. Um, I think that's why I relate to that show so much. Um, where was I? I was at Good Times, The Jeffersons, just hilarious, bro. Just hilarious. Just some of the hardest I've ever laughed at. And I don't like, like even like to this day, I don't really like sitcoms. Like my wifey always get on me. She's like, you like dramas? Like I like drama. You know what I mean mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, like same thing. We grew up with that shit, man. Like Will was what every like black boy, who every black boy wanted to be at the time. Like he's getting the honeys, bro. He was hooping, like all of that. Like all of that, um, I like I had the Cosby Show at seven, but then I said he's canceled, and I put Cheers. But Cheers, um, that's crazy. <laughs> Cheers, no, I really enjoyed Cheers, man. That was a good ass show. Um, and just like I didn't need to, I didn't need to look at no list of shows to think about Cheers or nothing like that. It was just um a, a feel good show, man. You know what I mean? Um, where was I? I was at Cheers. Seinfeld, um, Jerry Seinfeld's just hilarious, bro. That that was just that was brilliant TV, bro. That was brilliant comedic TV. Um, um, and and different strokes, different strokes. I think it's just it's iconic. I felt like I couldn't keep it off the list for me. Like it's just an iconic show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like so, like so many good characters. I mean, some people that have passed on and stuff like that. But just like what what they gave us, what that show like. That show was well before us, I would say. But I remember I remember that playing as much as anything, like in our youth, like at Granny's house or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, it's just just a big time show. Next <laughs> what else you wanna do? We got the Will Smith movies. <sighs> and look, I'm gonna tell y'all right now. And look, this was hard for me because I've had enough of Will Smith. Look, I'm gonna tell y'all right now. <laughs> this is the best. Will Smith top ten list. My list is the best one. Well, how many movies he got? He probably got like twenty movies, right? Thirty movies. And that's why this this top ten I'm about to give y'all right now is the best one. All right. So, top ten Will Smith movies from Mike Rome. Number one, Bad Boys. The first one. Okay. If you want to lump them together, that's fine. But I'm going Bad Boys one is better than Bad Boys two. Okay. Um, I Am Legend. Uh huh. At number two, Independence Day. Ooh, that's high. At number three. <laughs> that's high. Muhammad Ali at number four. Pursuit of Happiness, number five. Mm-hmm. Sleeper that a lot of people don't mention when they talk about Will Smith movies. Enemy of the State, number six. That's a fact. That's a good-ass movie. It's a really good movie. Number six. Enemy you can still State. watch that today. Yep. Hancock, 
Number seven. An- another movie that slept on when they talk about Will Smith movies. Because he has a lot of good ones. Hancock wasn't received how it was supposed, like how I felt about it. Like the masses didn't feel how I felt about it at the time. But go back and watch it. That movie good, bro. Hancock's a really good movie. Yeah. Seven Pounds at number eight. Really good movie. A lot of people not going to like this. D. Men in Black at number nine, the first one. Oh, yeah, of course. Men in Black, the first one at number nine. And at number 10, y'all know I'm good for a good chick flick. Hitch at number 10. <laughs> I got Hitch at number 10. Look, look, man. My 10, and like I said, this was hard for me just because of what Will Smith's out here doing now or what he was doing out here. It just it just kind of got me sour on. So I was just like, man, I don't want to make this list. But I got through it, y'all. Um, number one, I put Bad Boys 2. Um, no real reason. I, I, to be honest, like, I do think Bad Boys 1 is better, but I, like, when I think of the movies, the clips that I get, when I think of Bad Boys, the clips I get in my head is Bad Boys 2. Okay. Um, I Am Legend. I just thought, really? yeah. Like, when you think of quotes and, like, scenes from Bad Boys, do you think of Bad Boys 2? Yeah, that, that's the one who's driving the car, right, on a, on a, on in the, the airport. That's Bad Boys 1. Oh, that's Bad Boys 1. Okay, yeah. so Bad Boys 1 is my number one then. Yeah. Okay, Bad Boys yeah, 1 is my number one. I am Bad legend. Boys 2 is dope. Yeah. Mike Lowry really got his, his Mike Lowry bag in number two, but yeah, Bad yeah, Boys yeah. 1 is, is the better movie. And and like, okay, I'll get to that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am legend number number two. Um, Seven Pounds, number three for me. Ali, number four. Enemy of the State is five. Pursuit of Happiness is six. Um, Independence Day is seven. I felt like I couldn't keep it off of there. It's like one of his biggest movies, like. And, bro, what I thought was so dope about it is he was, like, the third actor in that movie and yeah. stole the show, bro. Yeah. Like, really put himself on the map. Yeah. That was dope. Um, so, I got Bad Boys 2, number eight. Let's put him up, okay. Yeah. Number nine, I got Hancock, like, underrated movie, but I understand it's probably not as iconic as these other Will Smith movies. And this is one of the movies that I think is super slept on. I might, it's on my top 10. I get it, it's not as iconic as some of these other movies, but I think it might be as good as any of the movies on Will, in Will Smith's, like, um, what, what would you call it, in, in his catalog. Mm-hmm. Um, Collateral Beauty. I still haven't seen it. Oh, Collateral Beauty is so good, bro. Like, which one is, what's that about? Which one is that? Um, Collateral Beauty is the one um, where it's the it's oh, fuck. I don't really know how to I don't really know how to explain the plot. Shit, oh, fuck. Who's who's? Let me let me look up the kid. Let me look up the kid. Are you looking it up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've seen yeah. this. I have seen this. I have seen that. That is a really good movie. Yeah. That is a really I, good I think movie. it slept on because I mean Will Smith got a lot of great movies. He got a lot. Of, he got a lot of movies that people remember. A lot of people know Will Smith for a lot of different shit. And I think that's one of the ones that gets uh, slept on. But I think that's a really good movie. Um, like, I mean, Will, Will Smith got a bunch. He got a bunch of. He got a bunch of shit, man. Like <laughs> he he has he has um. There's when I was going through his list. There's probably like fifteen fifteen movies that you could argue are in the top ten. And it's it like I was looking at a lot of movies that I didn't even know were Will Smith movies. I was shocked. Mm-hmm. I didn't know I didn't know they were like movies he was you know what I mean? Like I was like, damn, Will got a bunch of movies. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, but that's that's my Will Smith list. Um I don't even think I think our list we got a lot of the same way. Well, you didn't have collateral beauty. I didn't have collateral beauty. Um, 
And you had seven pounds up much higher. I mean, yeah, I yeah. But I mean, the but order, like the the consensus between the two of us, the right. movies are about the same. The order's a little bit different. I think the one I had that you didn't have was Hitch, and then yeah. for you was Collateral Beauty, <laughs> and then like I said, you had seven pounds. Even though Hitch got hated on because yeah. of the kind of movie it was. Well, I know it was it was. I mean, it did well in the box office, but like the streets, people was like, "Come on, Will!" Like, love Doctor. That was dope. Yeah, but I I liked it. Um. I turn that on and watch that anytime. Yeah, like I, I, I just think it's like I thought it was a, I thought it was a, um, it was a really good. Movie let me, let me, I'll put it like this. I thought it was a cute movie. I thought it was a cute movie. <laughs> I, I, I like the, I like the chick flicks. I like the rom coms, bro. I'm yeah. here for them. I'm here for them. We got time for another list. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah. Uh, you want to do inventions? Since we did Will Smith movies, let's go ahead and do actors. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, our list is gonna be way different here. You want, you want to do yours first? Yeah, I'll do mine first. Go ahead. Um. For my top ten actors, I made a criteria because I mean there's so many damn actors. I made a criteria. Mm-hmm. Um, my criteria was quality of work, bodies of work, embodiment of role, and longevity. Those are that's really good criteria. Yeah. So my number one. Um, Say that again. That is yeah. really good criteria. Quality of work, bodies of work, embodiment of role, and longevity. So my num my number one was, and see right now. Right, this was a toss up. My one and two is like one A and one B. My number one is Denzel, my number two is Tom Hanks, my number three is Robin Williams, my number four was Will Smith, my number five was Clint Eastwood. Oh, and the last thing of my um, of my criteria was this is my list, these are people that I enjoy, you know what I mean? I'm not ranking all the all the actors ever. I'm ranking the people that I watch. You know what I'm saying? So, um, one Denzel, two Tom Hanks, three Robin Williams, four Will Smith, five Clint Eastwood, six Forrest Whitaker, seven Robert De Niro, eight Viola Davis, and number nine Leonardo DiCaprio. You only did nine? What? Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, I deleted somebody when I was sending it to you. Ooh. I forgot who my last one was. Oh, that's trivia. Because I had 10. Ooh, I forgot who my last one was. Damn it. I hope I can remember. Because this was the list that took me the longest to do. Oh, no. I told you that um, I told you that I took um, Angelina Jolie off my list. That's why I don't have my 10 on here. I told, I, took, I told you I took her off my list. Somebody got to go. I forgot all about Leo. Yeah, see, I forgot about Leo too. Somebody gotta go. I'm gonna be honest. I was trying to hold down my black people. Gotta, I was like, it's damn, gotta be, it's gotta be my number ten. That's gotta go then, right? I mean, it probably Leo. Leo's up there with anybody. Leo's up there with anybody. Um, like, well, I'm gonna go through my reasons on my list. Like Denzel, I just I think it speaks for itself. I think him and Tom Hanks, their bodies of work and how long they've been doing it. Based on my criteria, it's gonna put them up there no matter what. Like nobody's, nobody's like maybe you could hit Denzel over the head for embodiment of a role because he kind of Denzels all his roles. Um, like it'll be Denzel as this, Denzel as that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But maybe that'll knock them down. But their longevity and their bodies of work and the quality of it, it just has them so high. Um, Robin Williams, R.I.P. I mean, even though you're true, uh, you know what I mean. Robin Williams, um. No, 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 I'm thinking somebody else. Sorry. Um, uh, Rob, Robin Williams, he just gave us um a lot of a lot of um 
Robin Woods was just so good, bro. <laughs> like, it's so good. Like, the one that sticks out to, to me is uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Doubtfire. You know what I'm saying? Like, iconic movie. Um, it, it was just a really good role. Will Smith, I think the same thing. He just has so much work at such a high quality. It's like, of the people that I watch and enjoy, it's like, who's really going to knock him off? Like, to be honest, I could probably move Will down lower, but um, I didn't. I probably could move him down. Like now that I'm thinking about it, I probably would put Leo above Will, even though I got Leo ten. But that's why I said I forgot about Leo and I threw him on the list. I took my tenth out. Um, um, Clint Eastwood again, longevity, not just longevity, but the quality of the work. Like Clint Eastwood is still doing the damn thing. Uh, Clint Eastwood got like two movies that came out this year. Uh, one last year, one this year. I mean, these these lists are obviously our own opinions, but nah. Clint Eastwood got look up look up his look up his movies, fam. I know his movie. You know yeah, I'm a movie yeah, nigga. Yeah. Clint movie. Eastwood got it. Mm. He got it, bro. He's the same nigga in every movie, bro. He's the same dude in every well, movie. Well now cause he's an old crotchety man. When he was young, he was always he's always the nigga with the, the old the, the mean nigga with the gun. That's always who he is. Whether he's a cowboy or a nigga sitting on the porch. He's always the old mean nigga with the gun. He always does his thing. All his yeah, movies are yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. But I can't I can't put him in my top ten if you're the same guy in everything. Yeah. That's um, like when we were saying when we were saying earlier off the mic about uh about Angelina Jolie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's Tomb Raider in everything. Yeah, Her movies are always good, but I she's Tomb Raider. She's a I, version of Tomb Raider. She's I, a version of Laura Croft in every yeah, movie. I, I enjoy Clint, man. I enjoy Clint. Um Forrest Whitaker. I if somebody wants to argue Forrest Whitaker with me, we could do that. Um the quality of his acting and to be honest, for as good as he is, I think he slept on. For as good as an actor as he is, he is slept on, bro. He bodies every role he's given. It doesn't matter if he's in Great Debaters, and maybe he's the third or fourth actor in that movie. He's killing his role. Or if he's the star in a role, in a movie, he's shutting it down. Favorite, favorite, four. I thought about I thought about putting Tommy Lee Jones in mind, but I was favorite, like, eh. Wow, favorite three Forrest Whitaker movies, go. Oh, I'd have to look at his list. Oh, you got see if you go have them in your top ten, you gotta have movies you can just not shoot even, off not even because I can't name three movies of everybody right off the hip. I was look, I was digging through this because I was going through, I was comparing their movies to each other. I was like, who, who what movie do I really like? But it's do almost I like, like this role. I feel like, you, I mean, I could be wrong, but I feel like it's like what, what people been saying, which I disagree with. But it's kind of like what people been saying about comedians. They talk about like, well, what's the memorable joke? Run it off to me. Like when you talk about your favorite Oh no, comedian, you can't do that. Son. You can't do that. Son. But with these actors, bro, you you can't even give me one. You can't give me three, four, whatever movies that you just like. Right, like right. I off mean, the look, bat. I mean, I threw out Great Debates. I thought you okay. smashed his role. Okay, in there. you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, I mean, I'd I'm have, saying like so when you talk about the like, roles that he does, like what other role that was super dope that makes you be like, oh yeah. Well, but that's what I'm saying. I can't think of that for all these people. When I went, when we said we're putting the actors in. I'm going through and I'm looking at the movies. I'm going, damn, yeah, that was the one. You know what I'm saying? Like when they're in front of me, I'm remembering the roles. I'm remembering the lines and all of that. But it's like I didn't write. I didn't put their movies next to them. You know what I'm saying? Like I just, I just like, yo, I I enjoy this act. Like what I did is I looked up actors, right? Mm -hmm. I looked up, I looked up actors for the last 30 years. Okay. And then I was like, who do I really enjoy out of this group in the last 30? Mm-hmm. And then I took out those, I took out like 11 names, 12 names, right? And then I started looking up their works. And I was like, damn, Forrest Whitaker was in here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, oh shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, there was a couple that was going to be on there. Okay, so what movies that you, what you seen from Forrest Whitaker? He was like, oh yeah, damn, he wasn't in that. Like, give me something. You said Great Debaters, give me something. I mean, 
that's that's the um that's the big one for me because I didn't even think I don't know if he was meant to be a star role in that movie or mm-hmm. if he was supposed to be a supporting role. Mm-hmm. But I thought I thought him playing that father. What was that? What was that shit? Um, it's a movie set back. Oh, I was t- I was telling uh I was actually talking to Kevin about this movie. What was it? Um, what the Forrest Whitaker movies? I can't. Fuck! I can't remember. No, see that that's what I'm saying. The the only three that as soon as you said his name that popped out to me. I saw him here, and I had to like really look through it to be like, oh, he, he's he's done some things. He's a great actor, but he can't be in my top if I can't just think of his roles and his movies right off the top of my head like that. The ones that came to mind were Vantage Point, which he had a small role in, The Butler, which he was the leading role in, uh, The Great Debaters, and then his small role in Black Panther. The Great Debaters was a really, really dope movie. The Butler was really dope. But see, like the rest of but, them. But that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's your list. It's no, who no, you enjoy. No, no, but but I'm, that's I'm, what I'm saying. Like for you said, all... if there's somebody here to argue, I, I'll argue yeah. for it's Whitaker for sure. For yeah. Sure. But for like that, but that's what I'm saying. For me, for all of these people, because I don't remember movies like that. Like, like even even to this day, like Hotel Rwanda is one of my favorite movies, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I couldn't give you a bunch of movies that I really enjoy, like Captain Phillips. Like, there's not there's not a ton of them that I'm just like stand out because I don't I don't you know what I'm saying I'm not a movie buff like that but I could tell you who the actors that I enjoy the most when I see them on cam you know what I'm saying and see that's I guess I guess that's that's what my argument is I thought that's what this was okay I feel you like I like your criteria don't get me wrong but I feel like I said it's such good criteria because I feel like if we're if you're gonna rank actors and like how good they are that's got to be the criteria how much they really get into their role is is a really big thing if we're talking about their skill as an actor. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. like I said, for him, he gets into his roles, but there's not a whole bunch of them that really. Yeah, no, no, really no. no. He doesn't. No, he doesn't have. No, he doesn't have a ton that's just gonna grab you and you're like, can't leave it out. You know what I'm saying? But I, I enjoy his acting. Um, well, shit, I, I ran through my list. So my my top ten actors. We could, like I said, we can argue any of mine. I'm, I'm here for you. You know that's what yeah, I like yeah, to yeah. do. Tom Hanks at number one. He is the go. Oh, the battery about to die. Tom Hanks is the go. Like, he's the go. Yeah. His his body of work, the the characters he's played, he doesn't leave any uh Denzel uh uh residue. I'm sorry, any uh see Freudian slip. He doesn't leave any Tom Hanks residue on there. Denzel number two. The only reason he's not ahead of Tom Hanks is because of what I just said. He leaves that Denzel residue on his on his roles. Maybe that's done purposely. I don't. And know. I think it is. But. You can't say that about about Tom. about Tom Hanks. Yeah, number three, Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle was number three. When people list their actors, they really mm. never talk about him. Don Cheadle was so slept on, like mm, the, he the, is. the accent, on the him. accents, the languages, the the characters, the like. He really yeah. gets into everything he does, bro. Like everything he does, he's super dope. So Don Cheadle at number three. Leo's got to be at number four. Like I said, somebody had to get bumped out. I don't even remember who I bumped out now. Uh, oh yeah, I do. Yeah, dude, it was Viola Davis. She was my number ten. But Leo, Leo is uh, I wouldn't even be mad if somebody wanted to argue that he was number one on their list. Leo is super dope. Yeah. Uh, Will Smith is at number five for me. Will Smith is at number five. See, I really can't say I hate Will Smith, man. Will Smith at number five. Samuel L. Jackson at number six. I th- I was thinking about putting Sam on there. People might not like this. I got Jamie Foxx at number seven, bro. Mm. We can argue it. Yeah. Oh, battery died. Damn. We can argue it. Pause it. 
You can argue it. Jamie Foxx is better than a lot of people, bro. Better than a lot of people. You can do a that, serious no, role. That, can do a I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not mad at it. I just... Jamie Foxx isn't one of the people that I think about when I think, like, iconic actors. That That's my only, like... You can't say nothing about his works. You can't say nothing about his roles. Um... I, I just don't I just don't think that like in the pantheon of actors he he'll come up as one of those iconic people. But no, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at Jimmy Fox. I fucking remember him. Collateral. I, with Tom I, I Cruise and Jada Pinkett Smith. That was really the like he's. I mean maybe maybe it's because he can really sing like Ray Charles and because like he's yeah. good at impersonation. No, he's a but, great, he's a he's, really good he's, actor. He's got he's <laughs> and I'm getting back to Forrest Whitaker and that's funny because I think we're arguing about our number seven. Because you have Forrest Whitaker number seven, right? Or did you have him higher than that? Uh, no, he wasn't higher than that. Where's my list at? I have Forrest Whitaker six, Robert De Niro seven. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think Jamie Foxx is, is a better actor than Forrest Whitaker, bro. Like, like I said, like I was about to say about Ray, maybe because like he can really sing like Ray, because he, he's really good with the impersonations and. And all of that, but he's got an iconic role, like a legitimate iconic role. Uh, uh, Forrest Whitaker doesn't have one of those. I feel. I'm not. I'm not mad at Jamie. I enjoy him. Uh, number eight. I got Morgan Freeman. Mm, wait. Yeah. Morgan Freeman got roles. I mean, got movies, but role that you were just like yo, top ten. Because I thought about Morgan Freeman, and then I looked up his movies. And I was like, mm, I don't know, I don't know about it. I put, I, I, I probably put him there just out of respect. I probably yeah. did. Yeah. Number nine, I got Charlie Charlize Theron. I don't know if that's how you say her name. Charlize, Charlize Theron. Theron. She is busy, bro. Yeah, no, sh- no, Charlize Theron. She can I play any about, role. I thought about putting her on. Mess. It was between her and Viola, and I was like, I, she could play any role. Yeah, I, I mess with Viola though. That's she could, she could be in a movie where she plays the female president. She could, she could be in a movie where she's playing. Like a, a bartender, like a stripper, like she she can do anything, bro. Yeah, she's really dope. Shy, in case people don't know, Charlize Theron is the she played uh, the other superhero in Hitch alongside I'm not in uh, Hancock alongside uh, Will Smith. She was the female superhero. Um, and then number number ten, I got Lorenz Tate. I got Lorenz Tate at number ten. Old I'm dog. Not mad at that. Old dog from uh from uh Menace. He could play any role, bro. He can do it all. He did Love Jones. Mm-hmm. He did Old Dog. You know who he, I thought he, about he putting in there, but I don't think he had, like, I didn't think that he had, like, a big enough, he's done a bunch of roles, but who was Homeboy? I always forget his name, but, um, he was in Shaft. He's played. He played John Peoples? Yeah. 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 Bro, he played Martin Luther King in a movie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He gets busy. Yeah, he gets busy, I, but I was looking at, I was looking at his catalog, and I didn't feel like he had, like, that staple, like. You know what I'm saying? I was like, uh, the, the, that you would know him from. And that's the only thing that held him off for me. You know what I wish we had time for? Mm-hmm. Is we can get into our top 10 most like overrated actors. Oh, shit. So I can get, I can get, I, I'm going to hurt some feelings with that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We might have to come back with that. If yeah. Lev Liss is still popping, we might have to come back with that. <laughs> yeah, we might have to talk about that. I heard some feelings with that one. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I'd have some people out here. Some, some people that y'all love, I'd be like, fam, give me a break. Give me a break. I think that's everything, man. Is that everything? Um, 
Well, you want you want to get what? What's the last thing you want to get into? You want to get into sports before we get out of here? Because we did, we did have some other stuff on the list. I mean, on the on the docket, we had some other stuff on the docket, but not really. Uh... Yeah, I, I'm looking at it, it's like stuff that we we've been here almost an hour and a half now. And I'm just looking at this stuff. I mean, I guess our podcast is always stuff we want to talk about, not really what people care to hear about. But I mean, we do got to think about the listeners at some point. Yeah, I'm just thinking like I don't think too much of this stuff is. is Anything that people really care about, to be honest with you. Yeah, okay. No, I feel you. I feel you. Um, well, no, this, this I did want to, I did want to get into this. Um, the I wanted to get into the Joe Biden shit. Yes, that is something people care about. I did want to yeah. talk about that. Um, so they were talking to Joe Biden about about schools and funding for schools and schools in certain areas and. Joe Biden, I'm paraphrasing, of course, he said that he said that the that the he was talking about poor kids and how they should be given every chance that rich kids should give. And then he says, and the black kids are just as smart as the white kids. Yeah, the poor kids. Yeah, yeah, the poor kids are just as smart as, as the, the white kids. As the white kids. And, and it was like he realized it didn't sound yeah, good. Yeah, and then try he, to clean it up. Yeah, he started running as off rich, like, as the wealthy kid, yeah, as the Asian kid. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He tried, yeah, he tried to clean it up. But um, for me, like, and I was listening to the Joe Budden podcast yesterday, and I agree with what Roy said. When Joe Biden got to be Uncle Joe and he was kicking it next to Obama and he had to just sit and play the background and shut the hell up, he was cool. Now, since these debates and he's been running for president and he's been looking crazy out here, bro. That I can't argue with, but just specifically to what he said, like that's cr- come on, bro. It's, it's, to me, it, to me, it felt like, to me, it felt like you showing your colors, bro. That that's how it felt to me. It was like you showing your colors, bro. Like that's not a Freudian slip, bro. I, I you, you know what I'm saying? I think it was. Oh, I I don't know. I feel differently because because of the, of the time, feeling. A lot like, of the time, a lot of the time. When you think about when you think about poor and disenfranchised people, you think about minorities. But and no, a lot but, of times, but when, when you're people, saying who's smarter are, and they could be as smart as these kids, you know what I'm saying? Like, is you're like, are white kids not poor? Are white kids not dumb? You you, you know what I'm saying? Like, that, I don't think he meant it that way. That, that's honest. just that's just how I felt, bro. Like I was like, come on, Joe. I mean, he. He's not. He ain't my candidate. As not, how these debates have went so far, I don't know. Who, I mean, I like Bernie, but they're not gonna let him win. He's too old, bro. I, I don't. The, when I first heard it, I was like, oh, I, I can't mess with Joe no more. Yeah. But then the more I watched it and the more I listened to it, he didn't. He didn't mean it like that. Yeah. And I yeah. judge things off. Of, I'm not mad at anybody who wants to be mad at him. Yeah. You have every right to be. But I judge things off intent, and I don't think he intended for it to be that. I don't. I don't think he intended to do that because it was cameras and microphones there. Mm, but I, I think. But I think it slipped out. That's what. I'm, that's how I feel. Okay. Like I, I wanted to use that because I don't. I don't think that you should kill people over any one thing anyway. But I think that I, this. This is what I wanted to say. When when somebody, I think there that, are instances where you can kill somebody over one thing. No, yeah. I mean. I mean something like that. Like you shouldn't judge everything that Joe Biden has done off of this. You should take his works. You should look at his career, and then you should come up with what you're saying. Don't use this one thing to come up with how you feel about Joe Biden. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? Um, but like 
this is what I wanted to say about it. When people usually, when they make that kind of mistake, they usually stop, clear it up, and keep it moving. He just tried to roll past it because he knew what time it was. That's not true. People slip up like that all the time and then try to fix it while they're still talking. People don't always stop and clean it up, bro. I'm saying in that setting, you know you're running for president, bro. People don't always stop and clean it up, bro. We've seen so many times people say stuff out at their neck and they try to clean it up in the moment and then days later they issue some type of apology. I don't think he meant it that way, bro. I don't. But I wanted to I wanted to use this topic to um to segue into educate yourselves. You need to be listening to these debates. Go back and watch them on YouTube. Do what you got to do because everybody needs to be out here voting. We got to get homeboy up out of here. Like, understand that. Educate yourselves. Like, I w- I didn't watch the debates live. I went back and I watched it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you need to know what these candidates are saying. You need to know what these candidates stand on. What they want to do in their first hundred days. You need to be. You need to be educating yourselves, man. This is such. This might be the most election the the most important election in american history our primary that's coming up is going to, we're either going to have more of <laughs> donald or we're going to have something different because we know everybody on the democratic side and the democrats look crazy right now cuz they're all arguing against each other but and we I, know it's going to be donald trump running for the republicans i'm a registered democrat bro but I changed my shit. I'm independent now. I don't know who I'm voting for, bro. Have you been watching the debates? I have, like, like you said, I don't. I haven't been watching them live. I've been going back and watching yeah. them, but I don't like, I don't like anybody but Bernie, and they're not gonna let him win. So I don't know. Um, Andrew Yang, they're not gonna let him win because he he's talking too crazy. Bernie talking crazy too, which is another reason why they're not gonna let him. We talking about if I'm president, y'all gonna know what's popping with the aliens. They like, wait a minute, nigga. Like yeah. wait a minute here. You can't let that go. Like, come on. Yeah. And then Andrew Yang is talking about get, getting 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 to too much money, giving the people too much money. So they're not gonna let him win either. So and those are the two, those are the he's two getting people, attraction, bro. Those are the two people that I, they're not gonna let him win. Those are the two people that I like the most. Yeah. Um I be I, I try to say optimistic, but bro, yeah. like uh, I just don't like like I like a lot of what Andrew Yang's talking about, and I think the the biggest thing, like yeah, giving every American above eighteen a thousand dollars a month, is will change will be a game changer for a lot of people. But to me, that's not even a big thing. To me, Andrew Yang's not not afraid to tackle the the shit that everybody else is dancing around. He's like, fam, artificial intelligence AI is here. It is coming. It is changing the world, and we better get with it, or we're gonna get lost. Mm-hmm. And he he said, I have a plan for that. He's saying, how come working mothers aren't getting a wage? With my dividend, a working mother would have money and not be dependent on her husband to provide all the money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's trying to make it for he's trying to make it possible for entrepreneurs to benefit from the American dream. He wants he wants um all these companies like Amazon and all these companies to pay a tax on that. Because we're ultimately buying their inventions. Your invention means nothing if we don't purchase an Apple Watch. Your invention means nothing if we don't buy a Tesla. Elon Musk, and he just recently said he's endorsing Andrew Yang. That's dope. Um, Speaking of endorsements, I don't want to forget, bro. My go-to place for the -the on-the-go veggie burgers, Carl Jr. supports Donald Trump. Bam. I'm oh. glad I even said his name. I should have just said 45 like yeah. I've been doing. Let's, let's talk bro, about that. I got to stop going to Carl's. Okay. Look, just let me know what you think about this. Okay. Um... 
So the list came out of people that are supporting Trump. You know what I'm saying? And people are like, I'm not going there, or I don't care, I'm still going there. Like, regardless of what side you're on, I ask you to think about this. I know it's public now, and now you know. But what is the difference? Two things. What is the difference between the day before you knew and now that you know? And the second thing is, do you want to know everything that the owners and the people and the leadership of these companies is into? Because that'll change your mind about you servicing it. A lot of y'all don't want to know what Target's into. Because you wouldn't go to Target and that's your favorite store. A lot of y'all don't want to know where Sephora puts their money after you pay for your makeup. Because you wouldn't go there anymore. I you could do that with every company. I only want to know if it's going to like benefit a corp- a person or a corporation that has ideals like that. Like like they like uh, I, I, a podcast I listen. But what to if it's like in sweatshops and stuff like that? That 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 every pretty much everything we get is is made that way. Okay. I'm not, I'm not somebody that's like if you're gonna care about that you gotta care about everything. I don't subscribe to that. It sounds good and it makes sense in theory, but I don't subscribe to that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, and it's it's selfish, but I'm only caring about stuff that's directly affecting me. You know what I feel? So, yeah, because I mean, there was a on my timeline on uh, on my Twitter timeline, there was a lot of um, there was a lot of people that was like, "Look, man, if you see me eating uh Chick Fil A, don't stress me about it. I don't want to hear it. I'm eating a chicken sandwich, fam." You know what I'm saying? Like this company already has millions, so we're all supposed to stop. Like, like they're, they're gonna they're gonna fund them. You know what I mean? Speaking like, speaking of which, Chick Fil A is one of the greatest uh, representations of Americans in America just being fake. <laughs> People be all up in arms like, oh, they don't like gay people. Years later, these niggas is still thriving. Like, oh, I'm not going there. People mm-hmm. go there, bro. Yeah. And all they do is that they hide behind the cloak of the church. I would not open on Sunday. <laughs> We're praising the Lord. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, hey. you know what I'm saying? But it's like, I don't know. Like, I, I just felt like, I just felt a certain way. Um, I felt a certain way with, um, just like what I was seeing on Twitter, like people killing people. Like this list just came out and they like, oh, the homie loved Chick-fil-A. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, <laughs> So that that don't mean he loved Trump, bro. Like he just find out this news just like you, dog. Like we all gotta make our own decisions. You know what I'm saying? Like wifey, like wifey was like, I'm never going there. I was like, yo, man, I I I can't say that I'm never gonna go to Chick Fil A again. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I I may not do it as regularly, but because it was like I liken it to uh, the Colin Kaepernick thing. Like Colin Kaepernick still wants to play football. So me not, like, even if Colin Kaepernick's in the NFL, am I still not supposed to watch football? Like, you know you know what I'm saying? Like, he's not saying, I hate football. He's saying, I hate this treatment, and my company's not messing with me like that because of me speaking out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like, I understand people's turmoil being in the middle of that. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it's, you could eat something else. That's very simple. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could go somewhere else. But... If lists started coming out of what all these people are into, like you don't get a company that big by being a hundred percent straight shooter and being a hundred percent honest. You, you know what I'm saying? I just uh, we'd be naked. We'd be naked and hungry out here. You know, you know what I mean? Like I just 
I just I like I I don't know like where do you draw the line? But like you said, you have a very clear line. They have certain ideals, and I'm not rocking with that. So I I don't rock with that. So I can't rock with you because you rock with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I feel about Trump. Like I've never had a president. I've never had a president that that I I judge people because they voted for him. And Donald Trump has done that. Yeah. I'm like, fam, you voted, and, and oh, and along those lines, if you're going to the polls with just your pocketbook in mind, you are, you are sorely not getting it, what this election means. You do not, I'll say this, for minorities should not be going to the polls with just their pocketbook in mind. Don't go for the candidate that's going to help you the most on your taxes, bro. Because it might be the person that's coming after you, bro. Donald Trump has started a race war out here. And if you are not on his side, just because he's putting money in your pocket, doesn't mean you should vote for him, man. Look at look at everything. The KKK has had a resurgence. People's like, like racially motivated crimes. Stuff in little schools. There was a little boy that touched a girl in her privates because he said the president did it. This is what this is what we're fighting against right now. It's bigger than your pocketbook. I'm gonna help you out. If you're a minority with money, you want that tax break, bro. But you know what you want more? You want peace of mind, bro. Mm-hmm. Because you're still black out here. You're still Hispanic out here. You're still not white. A not a white man. Donald Trump don't respect women or minorities. It don't mean don't. You know what I'm saying? Like it, to me, it's just like yo. This is very important. This is very important. Educate yourself. I'm not saying you got to vote like me. If Andrew Yang makes it to the primary, he's going to be my candidate. But I'm going to I'm gonna do my homework on all of the candidates. You know what I'm saying? Because I think this is very important. I know who, I, right now, as of right now, I don't know who I'm voting for. I like what Andrew Yang's talking about. But more importantly than I like what Andrew Yang's talking about right now because I don't know who I'm going to eventually vote for. To represent the Democratic Party, I know who I'm not voting for is Donald Trump. He's made a mockery of our presidency. He's put our troops and Americans in more danger. It's more dangerous now that Donald Trump's the president as a black man than it was before he was the president. And it was already dangerous for us out here. So, important election, everybody. (laughs) Do your homework. I know that's a lot for some of y'all. You got to watch YouTube on something that you wouldn't normally search. But you can do it. I promise you. That little pamphlet that comes in the mail, you might want to read that. Especially if you got kids. If you got kids, you really will. Really, really, really. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like a, it's like a, it just piles up. Like, if you're a woman, if you're a minority, if you're a parent, like, it's, 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 <laughs> it's so more, much. More importantly than, like, just as important as a president is your local. You need to know what those props and all of that shit is talking about. I think that's more important. Well, I, I just, top, think, I just think top, this. They're going to do, they're going to do what they do. Yeah. But, like, your locals is, is what's yeah. more important. Well, I just think this is, I think this election is very important. We got to get Donald Trump out of no. here. No. But, yeah, I usually, I, I'm reason. on the same wavelength as you. Usually, I think that the, Excuse that your me. local voting is more important. The props and everything is going to affect, like, out here, I'll give you, I'll give anybody that's not in North County an example. We voted on a prop that gave um, um, Palomar College a billion dollars over X amount of years, right? And the language, we voted on some of the language of that, what it could be used on, what it has to be used on first, 
primary. They couldn't do it to build a new gym or football stadium. It had to be to upgrade the school, mm-hmm. not the sports. So now Palomar looks like an up-to-date junior college. You right. know, you know what I'm saying. And that money's that's well-spent money. Yeah. Yes, it was a lot of money, but it's well-spent money. They gotta make that money back. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And of course, damn near every kid in North County goes to Palomar before they go to any other college. It shouldn't look like it. It shouldn't look like it did thirty years ago. Right. You know what I'm saying. Right. It doesn't even have. It didn't even have the room to house as many students as they as they had. And those upgrades have, have have begun within the. I guess that's all the junior colleges. I guess like one yeah. of the, like the newest, like Miramar's been looking like, and even that 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 reconstruction is yeah. recent. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, all of them. Are you, you know recent. what I'm saying? But that's important. Where your money on a daily is being spent. They do need a new gym at Palomar. No, no, no. They do need a new gym, but no, not no, before I, they get a I, new, I, yeah, you know, no, a right. science building. Right, or, right, you know what right. I'm saying? And all that. Like, that stuff's important. And this, and this election is super important. <laughs> this presidential election is super important. Like, do your homework, man. Please. Please, people, do your homework. The, that's all I got. I, wanted to make, I did want to make sure I touched uh, uh, politics <laughs> this, this part. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's important. And, and they've had a couple of debates. You know what I'm saying? And all that. Um, it, it, it's important. Well, you want to get out of here with some music or you want something, you want to touch something else? We're going to play some of this uh, bogus charms. Yeah, we can get out of here with some music. It's some stuff I want to touch on, but it's like, it's like backtracking and it's fine. It's mm-hmm. not like anything that anybody needs to hear. Like, it's not like super important. Quick to get it poppin' up and break your pockets. Crack up like Baskin Robbins, never break a promise. Cops rushing those, niggas flushing those. Who really tipping crime stoppers, you will never know. Half my team illiterate, I know it's sympathetic. But we can each get a brick that's on a lot of credit. A lot of niggas died over fake pieces. And the day I do, I pray my son he get to read this. Meek Millie. I really enjoyed this song. I had a dragon while black and I'm lost. This verse, I took it back. I was like, I asked wife, I was like, hey, do you really hear what he said? She was like, I can't really understand that rap like that. Because I listened to what he said. I played it back. And she was like, oh, shit. I was like, facts. Say that again. I was telling my wife just to listen to this verse Meek spit. And she was like, wow. She was like, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, I was like, yeah, man. Like, he's out here. He's Meek's out here trying to save lives, man. He's out here trying to save lives, man. And, and he's doing it. And he's doing it. Bro, he's yeah. Yeah, he the thing that makes me so happy, and like, it gives me goosebumps even talking about it. The thing that makes me so happy that's going on in our community right now is the 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 the, the renaissance and like the upliftment and the like self awareness that that's here right now. The reason why I think this one is different is going to potentially be more impactful than like kind of like the last time that this happened in like the '80s with like all like the charms and like the fists up and the afros and everything is that our music, you, you could have kept that point if you wanted to. Our music is undoubtedly like the most popular music. Our culture is undoubtedly the most popular culture. And our so impact is heavy. 
our impact is the heaviest and the heaviest it's ever been. And our people that are at the front of that are the people that are waking people up and the people that want to be the pioneers of that. It makes me so happy. Because like before, we had people like, and I mean, he, he's had his downfalls, but what he's done for the black community is undoubted. Bill Cosby. But he, when he was doing it, he was putting down those of us that weren't like him. People that came from the inner city and that looked like and talked like and dressed like they were from the inner city. Mm. He didn't try to, he didn't say like, Pull your pants Let up. Let me show you how to do He this. didn't pat you on the back while he yeah. told you to pull your pants yeah. up. He was like, get away from me. He was like snatching you up while yeah. he was, my bad. He yeah. was like snatching you up while he was telling you to, to, to pull your pants up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay-Z come from areas like us. You know what I'm saying? The way he can he can extend an olive branch to people like Diddy. Diddy, Diddy come from neighborhoods like us to where he can extend an olive, olive branch to people that also look like us. Mm-hmm. People that come from areas more similar to where we come from are becoming the people that that Bill Cosby told us that we should have been becoming. Yeah. But they're they're extent they're they're teaching it with love and they're waking people up and they're, and they're being unapologetically black. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I love it, bro. I love it. I love it. I think that's a good place to end it. Yeah, for sure. Family Room Podcast, episode 23. I'm Mike Ron. Stephon Ron. Thank y'all for rocking with us one more episode. Thank y'all for messing with us. We appreciate the love, y'all. Always. Uh, like us, share us, leave comments, retweet us, reshare us in your story. Man, hey, and this is a big one. Comment on our post on Instagram. Yeah, we love talking to y'all, man. We love talking to y'all. Comment on our post on Instagram. We can get some more polls going in the stories, uh, asking more questions in the stories and things like that so y'all can engage with us more. And when we ask what y'all want us to talk about in any story, whether it's like personal or personal Instagram, mine is I am Mike Rome. Big bros is the kid Steph, the kid underscore Steph. Girl. Girl. And the family, uh, family Room Podcast on Instagram. Whenever we post, engage with us, man. Do that. We love doing that with y'all. So do that with us, man. But uh, thank you for rocking with us. How many niggas on your payroll? Rich I was about to fade him out, I can't even do it. Double M, double R, nigga, all I roll. Course I go and borrow when the bunch is wrong. Chris Short, like me, Richard Paul. Another rich rap nigga, what's your Ricky Rose? Yeah. Don't turn it off. This one is a, ooh, I'm gonna make, ooh, I'm gonna do luxury. <laughs>